The views and opinions expressed in the following program are those of Coal Investment Group and its staff. Coal Investment Group is a registered investment advisor. Call 262-522-4040. Welcome to the Retirement Clinic with your host, Jeff Kowal from the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialists. Welcome to the Retirement Clinic and good morning. Jeff Kowal is your host from the Kowal Investment Group, the Retirement Specialist. Jeff, good to see you this morning. Good to see you too, Paul. And good morning to Ray Arndt joining us as well in studio on the Retirement Clinic. Ray, welcome back. Thank you, Paul. Great seeing you. Good to have you here. So that means we've got a busy show of two of the smartest guys in town. Clearly, yeah. <laughs> if we say so ourselves. It's a... You know, uh, obviously we focus on retirement, Jeff, and just a little background. We're on WIBA Madison, WISN in Milwaukee. You have your headquarters, world headquarters in Waukesha, located in Port Washington. Beautiful view of the frozen Lake Michigan. Is it froze? I don't even know. It probably is. <laughs> At least near the shoreline for oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, but in Port Washington, you've got that great location up in Ozaki County, Phoenix, Arizona. I'm sure you work with a lot of snowbirds. We'll talk about that we later. We do, yep. And uh, your newest location is in Racine, right at Highway 20, and that's a fantastic location as it well. It is a nice location. It really is convenient for south side people, people from north side of uh, uh, Illinois, uh, like that, Racine, Kenosha, uh, uh, it points Wesler, Muskego, and that. Also, you know, our Waukesha World Headquarters with Lake Country, Oconomowoc. Really, yeah. we, we're equipped to service anybody in the and Port Washington with Mequon, Thiensville, Random Lake. <laughs> uh, are you basically Southeast Wisconsin, or can your your clients can be anywhere? We've got, we're licensed to twenty seven states now. So fortunately, the way our practice works, we manage over a billion dollars of assets for our clients, and luckily. We are blessed. We our clients like the work we do for them. They retire here. They go somewhere else, and they continue to work with us. They trust us. They like us, and we've done a nice job for them as well. But uh, yeah, we are blessed with that. Twenty-seven you know, states, and that's a, you know, Jeff. I mentioned Phoenix too, and yeah, there are people that go down there partial year. Yes, is it too hot in summer for them? Is yes. that why we call them snowbirds? Yeah, a, lot, a lot of them are calling me now and saying, "I can get a tea time this day. Oh, no. <laughs> are you around?" And, it's so, been brutal the last two weeks up here. You know, it'd be a yeah. nice time to be down in Phoenix, wouldn't it? Well, I came in yesterday and it was uh, yeah. it was a little chilly. It was about a seventy degree difference from Arizona. <laughs> so. But um, I'm glad to be back. It's it's still it doesn't feel that cold without you know it's sunny a little bit and no yeah. wind and so it doesn't feel that bad. That's what I'll say. Without the wind, it's not yeah. as bad. Uh, here we are. Yeah, yeah, minus seven doesn't feel too bad. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine when it's twenty. How warm no, it's going to feel. If you're walking your dog and that, you say you you don't get outside much, do you? <laughs> <laughs> I did slip on the ice the other day walking my dog and I was cursing Wisconsin. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Why do I live here? All right. Well, with Ray here, we've got a lot going on. The sexy segment, as always, Aaron Kowal joins us after the first break with the Boss Minute. Business owners, their savings, and their security, right? Right. Correct. So uh, we appeal to everybody, right? The retirement clinic, Jeff, I mean, I see stats all the time about uh, the average retirement plan is blank and i'm all shocked at how low it yeah, is how, how much how little and sometimes yeah. less than fifty thousand dollars in their 50s how little people have accumulated towards their retirement planning it's not for lack of trying but a lot of times uh maybe you're not in a, in a habit of it we always see when our clients have come in come into us with seven hundred fifty thousand dollars or more a million two million three million five million dollars 
we know that it's not just a return. We know that they've developed a lot of good habits along the way. They've accumulated some money because they've showed some discipline in putting money away. And that's the hardest part is to, to find a discipline to put the money away and then you know having it accumulate. And I just talked with my son, my younger son, who's, who's got a fair amount of his 401k, who's got 250000 He's a young guy. He's accumulated enough. Because Does he mind he you saying that on the air? He just did. Not. Yeah. But, I mean, you've, he's accumulated a critical mass now. Yeah. So for a young, younger guy, he understood the discipline of putting money away. We coached him on what to invest it in. And now he's, so now it's not just the money he puts in. It's also the growth from the money he has in there. I think that that means a lot. Is he in his 20s yet? 30s. He's in his 30s. In 30s. He's the one that Paul McCartney married on stage. Yes. That's kind of, <laughs> yes. kind of famous. Yeah. <laughs> that was a big deal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was six years ago, though. That was cool. Yeah, when we got wind of that, I got wind of it. I told Belling, and he did a little topic on it. Remember I remember that? that. Yeah, it's not he too He thought often. I got him tickets. No, we didn't have nothing to do no. with getting him tickets. He had like six row seats. They held up a sign. That was they, McCartney saw the sign, and they brought him on stage. Yes. That, that was, you did have a legit wedding after, but McCartney yes. is an adorned or yes. ordained minister yes. i believe so yeah do you realize this is a retirement show Paul? okay <laughs> <laughs> now it's time to get rolling time to get serious jeff oh one more thing your website thekowalway.com a lot of information thekowalway.com all right what's first up today let's jeff? talk about at&t cuts retiree pension and health care that's an important topic we've worked with hundreds of uh, at&t uh, ameritech uh, southwest bell uh, uh wisconsin bell um ATT services, all Ameritech services, all these companies had uh, kind of broken off, got back together, and now it's all under AT&T again. Uh, but this is an important one because uh, we've seen many large uh, corporations choose to cut employee benefits, whether it be pension, 401ks, or health care. Um, this is from a recruiter, a tech staffer. And they say uh, Verizon created headlines all the way back in 2005 when they announced they would freeze their pension program. In the years to come, many corporations followed suit by moving to defined contribution plans, i.e. 401k plans as opposed to pension plans. Um, and this trend culminated in GE, General Electric, deciding to freeze the largest pension fund in the United States. Other corporations have decided to target 401k plans. ExxonMobil announced earlier this year that they would suspend their 401k matching program indefinitely. So the article goes on and says, which brings us to AT&T. A surprise announcement made recently where AT&T stated in the menu, a memo that they will be reducing benefits in 2021 and 2022. AT&T CEO John Stanley has expressed a goal of $10 billion, B, $10 billion in cost cuts, and the company has made it clear that worker benefits are next on a chopping block. So who will be affected? Employees retiring after 2022 will be hit the hardest. So they will lose all medical uh, coverage typically given to retirees. Ooh. So that's retiree health benefits, not current employees, but retiree health benefits. They're saying if you retire in 2022 or later, you're going to use you're going to uh, lose medical coverage typically given to uh, retirees. AT&T will no longer supplement monthly premiums for medical or dental. It may not affect all employees. You should call the benefits office to inquire about this. But this announcement comes on the heels of AT&T alerting employees that they will no longer offer a health care reimbursement account for those who are retiring after January 1st of 2021. 
So again, currently things like out-of-pocket costs, supplemental coverage, and incremental coverage are covered by a healthcare reimbursement supplement, typically $2,700 for an employee, $4,200 for a family. My wife is an AT&T retired, or Ameritrade she right. retired from. And uh, that's what you know, allowed me to go off on my own you know, 33 years ago because she had the healthcare benefits. And we've taken advantage of a retiree benefits. Well, those are going to continue. For, there's going to, there, the existing retirees, it appears, are going to be still covered. Like grandfather Grandfathered in. But new retirees after January, after December 31st of this year, won't be covered like that. Also, the 401k match. To come out and say, we're not just going to suspend it for a year or two and possibly bring it back. They're saying they're done with it entirely? No, no, no. Not AT&T. That was ExxonMobil that oh, did that. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah, ExxonMobil did that well, indefinitely. That's, kind of a, that's not good But news. there have been other companies. I think Verizon was one of those that said they're going to do their company match once a year. So if you're not for, for, for 401k plans, AT&T is not like that. But for 401k plans, they said, if you're not on the payroll this day, you don't get the company match for that year. Now, you still get the 401k plan. They just sure, don't correct. match. Yes, they right. just don't match. So it, if you're not on the payroll for that particular day. Obviously, your advice is, Ray, would you agree? You, you don't get out of that 401k plan even though they stop the match, right? No. You stay, you, you stay in that 401k plan because that allows you to put away the maximum amount of any retirement plan. Exactly. Each year. The match is a nice little incentive. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're going to do a series of webinars and, and – Truly, if you're an AT&T employee in, in southeastern Wisconsin or anywhere that's listening to us, if you have questions about this, there could be ways that they're changing the pension benefit formula. It doesn't apply to everybody. But some questions you should be asking yourself, should I consider retiring now to lock in my company's subsidy and look for another job outside of AT&T? This is the recruiter that's saying this, and I, I would agree with these. Are there jobs in my specialty available if I do leave? Uh, will my lump sum pension decrease if interest rates go up next year? That's the thing that affects everybody. And again, I, I, I think interest rates are going to be stable. But if they do go up, if interest rates go up, the lump sum goes down. So you absolutely have to be mindful of that. Sometimes there's employee, employees, like with AT&T and elsewhere, uh, GE, Johns Controls, others, um, may get an offer uh, uh, for a severance package. And the question is, if I don't accept that severance package, will there be another one coming later on this year, next year? If I do turn it down, will they ask me to leave sometime in the future without a severance package? So these are all the types of things that, you know, along with, you know, you, you also have to consider whether, you know, keeping your job, you, you still get to put it to your 401k, you still get the employment income, mm -hmm. you still get the company match. So if you lose that part of it, is it still worth it? So there are all kinds of things to consider. So these are types of things that we've uh, done with. Again, we've worked with hundreds of uh, phone company employees over the years. We cut our teeth with, with uh, phone company employees back in the early and mid-90s. Uh, so we're, we're very familiar with their plans. If this, if this potentially affects you, if you're an AT&T retiree or, or employee and just wants to talk about these things, again, give our office a call. We're going to be doing webinars on these or come on and meet with us. Is this a sign of more companies, you know, of what's to come, Jeff? Is this just a... 
from a competitive standpoint, and now again, you look at what's going on with this administration, they're not going to be as tough on China. There's going to be uh, more incentive for companies to move overseas, I think, uh, if they're going to raise the corporate tax. So they're going to find all kinds of ways to be competitive. An easy way to do it is with company benefits. Yeah. It's a painful way because you, you put, you know, you, a lot of these employees are great employees that have worked with you for a long, long time. You don't want to lose good employees. But if you have to cut benefits, if you have to cut costs, that's one place to do well, it. Well, those employees, too, a big part of why they're there, A, their salary, yes, but what they, they, they're staying for those benefits. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But we've been seeing empl- uh, employer matches in 401ks coming down over the years to begin with. So, boy, that trend has been around for a while and we'll probably continue yeah yes yeah um and it kind of started when employees were furloughed let go at the beginning of covid right Right. we saw it some brought it back some didn't yep so after the break jeff we've got aaron kowal standing by with the boss minute business owner savings and security then ray arndt and jeff kowal continue with the retirement clinic here on wisn and wiba yes we have a sexy segment today. Like it's going to be a good one. It's a little more serious, but it's going to be a good one. It's on wealth management and preservation. To reach out to the Kowal Investment Group, a couple of ways. Go on their website, thekowalway.com, or simply call 262-522-4040. 262-522-4040. Back after this with more on WISN and WIBA. Welcome back to the Retirement Clinic on WISN. I'm Aaron Kowal with the Boss Minute, business owner's savings and security. It's about owning your retirement, not just your business. Stress testing is a term you may be familiar with. Perhaps you've heard us discuss stress testing in an investment portfolio or retirement plan. It is essentially a process that carefully examines your planning efforts and strategies you have in place and how likely they are to hold up in various scenarios. Stress testing isn't just for financial plans. It's also a key tool used by successful business owners. You may be asking yourself, what would I need to stress test as a business owner? There are three main areas that successful business owners focus on. Exit planning. Minimizing future estate taxes can be a major component of exit planning. A skillfully executed stress test can identify ways for you to walk away with more money from the sale. Second, asset protection planning. Taking the appropriate steps to protect your assets is essential. Is the proper documentation in place? Is the language as strong as you want it to be? Is your insurance coverage adequate? Stress testing can help you determine whether your assets are well protected. And retirement planning. Some business owners use a retirement plan to attract and retain team members, whereas others are looking to lower taxes. When stress testing a retirement plan, first consider what your intended outcome or outcomes should be. Stress testing does require time and effort on your part, and in some cases can be expensive, so it's important to consider when you should stress test. Ask yourself, when was the last time I evaluated the structure of ownership of my company? When was the last time I reviewed important legal documents? If it's been years since you looked at these issues, it may be time to stress test. If you need help stress testing for your business, give our office a call at 262-522-4040. Good to hear from Aaron Kowal with today's Boss Minute on the Retirement Clinic. Welcome back on WISN Milwaukee, WIBA in Madison. Jeff Kowal is here in studio along with Ray Arndt from the Kowal Investment Group. Ray is one of the voices, one of many, that you hear do the daily market updates on both stations. That's right. On WISN in Milwaukee at 3 o'clock news block and 5 o'clock news block at the Mark Belling Show. And on WIBA in Madison at 4.55 in the Vicki McKenna Show. We try to give you one minute on what's going on in the market that particular day. What's driving your investments and retirement accounts up or down? Is it a 
government report? Is it corporate earnings? Uh, is it a COVID or some vaccine or cure uh, driving the market up that particular day? We try to do that. Three o'clock, five o'clock business reports on WISN, three, 455 WIBN Madison. Uh, wrap it up with the Dow, the SP 500, tech heavy NASDAQ, Monday through Friday. Yep, good stuff on both stations. You hear those market updates every day. I know you've only got a minute, but you put a lot of info into those. Oh, absolutely, Jeff. we try to. Talk about putting a lot of info into it. Here's Ray. Ray uh, met with a couple of clients recently, and I, why don't you just take it from there? And- sure. Uh, thanks, Jeff. We had a wonderful couple come in to meet with us for the first time the other day, and they've worked their entire lives, uh, saved a nice nest egg. And we're looking at that nest egg and said, geez, with interest rates as low as they are now, how can I possibly fund my own retirement? And we got talking about how times have changed. We, could, we remembered when our parents and grandparents were getting ready for retirement. It was, the, it was the three-legged stool, your pension, your Social Security, and some conservative savings like CDs and things of that nature. Yep. Well, that three-legged stool's got somewhat wobbly lately. Uh, defined benefit pensions have been on a steep decline since the 80s. Uh, on average, we're also living a lot longer. The Social Security uh, life expectancy projections basically says that if you're 60, turning 65 in 2021, you're going to live 20 more years. And frankly, as advisors, we believe you should plan on 30 years or more. That's good news and bad news. The good news is you get to spend more time with your family, your, grand, your grandkids, and everything else. Hey, you're living longer is good news. It is great news. The bad news side of that is that you've got to make that money stretch that much longer, uh, which is one reason why a lot of people might want to put off Social Security until their full retirement age or at least or until they're 70 if they can afford to. Now, let's just go over those years because the, the longer we can put off Social Security, uh, the better off we are. We, Absolutely. Yeah. You know, past your full retirement age, some people 66, some people 67 now, your Social Security benefit goes up 8% a year. Okay. So that's a big difference. Right? Yeah, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Full retirement, right? 65, is that what? Well, it depends on your birth date. Okay. Uh, Wait, 66 or 67 is full retirement age. Yeah. You take Social Security as early as 62 with a big discount. Yeah. Um, but, but as Ray mentioned, it goes up 8% a year past full retirement age, up to age 70. Clearly, Jeff, you've had clients that retire you know, in their 50s, right? You retire 58, 59, 60. Sure. Yes. You've worked for your nest egg and you want to take a break and go fishing or whatever. Yep. That's okay. Yes. But you can't you can't do Medicare till sixty five. You can't start your Social Security till what did you say sixty two. Sixty two is the earliest. Yeah. yeah. You know the other thing that's really changed is if you remember back in the eighties, you could get double digit interest rates on CDs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so so now with rates as low as they are, if you're looking for low risk places to put your savings, you may have to look for alternatives to the old standards like CDs and bonds, or you'll have to just save a heck of a lot more to create the same amount of income. The reality of it is you need to rely more so on equities, ever, so, ever more so than in the past, to help generate growth and sources for that income. So, you know, the bottom line is retirement planning's become a lot more complicated than it has ever been. So what do you do? Well, first of all, you really have to plan out what you, what you expect to spend during retirement on an annual basis. And you better be prepared to adjust for inflation, higher taxes, higher health care costs, et cetera. Um, the other thing you could be doing is playing catch up with all your 401ks and your IRA accounts. If you're over 50, uh, with an IRA, you can put more money in. Um, it's just important to to catch up as much as you can. 
you know, the you know, it's unlikely that the plan that got you where you are today is the plan that's going to get you through retirement, even if it was a good one and was and was put together by professionals. You know, most financial professionals are really good at helping clients accumulate wealth. But in retirement, you need an advisor knowledgeable about the next stage of your retirement planning, someone who can help you preserve and grow what you have, determine the best withdrawal plan for your retirement goals, and help you plan a legacy if that's what's important to you, and, and so much more. You know, and that's one of the reasons why we've chosen to focus exclusively on retirement planning. I think it's interesting what Ray mentioned about you may have done really good at uh, getting to that point. Maybe your goal is whatever it is. Let's just pick a number. Maybe your goal is 1.5 million. Okay, I've hit it. I'm going to retire. Well, you've got you might have 30 years of life left. Right. right. And what's going to happen with maybe a new administration changing laws along the way, inflation, who knows, right? A big question mark. Yep. Hard to predict the future. It's very hard to predict the future, and that's why when we build a retirement plan, Did Yogi Berra have something to do. <laughs> you quote Yogi Berra all the time. Look up there. Is that what he said? It's hard Is to it? make predictions, especially about the future. <laughs> That is a maybe okay. So I I just uh, copied Yoga yeah. Vera. Uh, give credit to Yogi where it belongs. That's pretty good. All right, sorry to interrupt. No, that's that's quite all right, Paul. Uh, it's one of the reasons why we build a financial plan for a client. We update that plan on a regular basis because things are always changing. Not just your desires and your goals and situations in your life, but the environment, the the economics around us, the tax situations, etc. So that retirement plan has to be a living document. And uh, we feel that we're best equipped as retirement specialists to build that plan for you. Yeah, you mentioned about uh, you know put, put it, playing catch up, putting the maximum way you can for 2021. The contribution limits for 401k plans is nineteen thousand five hundred dollars, but you, there's also a sixty five hundred dollar catch up per year if you're age fifty or older. So that the most you can put in is twenty six thousand dollars if you're fifty or better. And for IRAs, remains at six thousand dollars for twenty twenty one, with a catch up of a thousand dollars. So it's seven thousand uh, dollars for individuals over age fifty. So if you think about it, if if you haven't, you mentioned earlier, Paul, about people haven't accumulated too much in their retirement plans. Now, it, a lot of it has to be about um, your ability to, to you know to, to put money into retirement plans, your cash flow, your your savings, uh, but. Um, if, if you say you can put $26,000 a year for 401k plus 7,000, that's $33,000 a year times two is 66, you know, husband and wife yeah. can put in theory, $66,000 a year away. So if you, if you're 55 and haven't done much to that point, and now the kids are out of school, maybe you're close to paying off your mortgage. You could put potentially $66,000 a year for the next decade. That's $660,000 over the next decade that you could bury into retirement plans. Yeah. yeah. It, it, there's all these rules of thumb in your industry. Um, I quoted Yogi Berra accidentally. <laughs> not exactly, but I kind of you know got close. I, can I quote your own Aaron Spitzner? Oh, boy. Uh, uh, <laughs> on last week's show, he talked about typically it's 4% that you talk about uh, taking- Withdrawal rate. Yeah, withdrawal rate. And he was talking about an author that wrote a, a pretty- lengthy column that we read on the air about four and a half being the new four percent that we right. might have to take more out well that gets back to what ray was talking about with asset allocation you can't get four percent in cds now 
So if you're going to take out 4% or 4.5% and you want to preserve the principal, what that theory was talking about is that you would deplete the principal over life expectancy. So if you expect it to live to age 85, that you would deplete the principal. You took, take out 4.5% a year um, uh, in theory. Um, Not everybody uh, wants to preserve the principal, right, right. Jeff? Some, Some people, people want to deplete it. But if you did want to preserve the principal, you could take up 4.5% of the principal each year and then you know, still live on that. And, and uh, but, but in order to get 4.5%, that means you have to have a little bit of growth-oriented investments in your portfolio. You can't do it with... Uh, even even annuities, a lot of times you could get a little bit higher rate with annuity, but even those are around two or two and a half percent right now. You can't get four percent or four and a half percent. So you, if you did take four and a half percent out, you would be depleting principal. You say, and you know what? Sometimes that's okay. In certain years, it's okay. But for a lot of our clients, their purpose once they've reached a certain age and they've accumulated some wealth, their objective is to preserve the wealth, grow it take income from it, and then pass it on to their heirs. Mm -hmm. So that's what we try to help our clients do. Circling back to what you said, Ray, in the 80s, that three-legged stool pensions, Social Security, savings. Is it more of a, you said it's getting wobbly? Or well, sure. I, I was going to say, is it more like a four-legged stool or even more? Because there's we have so many more options right now than well, we ever had. I'm saying it's getting wobbly because fewer and fewer people have pensions to rely upon that's anymore. Right. And savings... You know, just pure conservative savings aren't going to generate the income that you need in retirement anymore. So you you have to take a little bit more risk now. Now, you want to make sure that you're not taking more risk than you need to take. And you also want to make sure that you're being fairly compensated for the risk that you're taking. That's where you're allowing the growth to take place to replace those high interest rates that we used to get in the past. And Aaron talked about in his bossman that the... Uh, stress testing plans for businesses. We also stress test yeah. plans for our clients. Right. A lot of our clients, I'd say most of them think that the day that they retire is the day that the market's going to tank. And that <laughs> you know, is the worst situation. Yeah. Right. That it's just going to be a 2008 all over again, 21% one year, another 6% the next year. And they say, here, I walked away from work. I could have worked another year or two. So that's why we stress test our plan. Planning for the, op, the the possibility that the market could tank the day that you that you retire. So when we talk about stress testing for businesses, stress testing for uh, your retirement plan, we want to make sure that you can withstand an occurrence like that. What's the definition of tank? Down more than forty percent? Well, this I was talking about with with uh, nobody has an idea of what that might be. I mean, it was down thir- more than thirty five percent in two thousand eight. Just last year. Uh, or, and last year with COVID, too. Correct. You know, and but boy, boy, it bounced back, It bounced Jeff. back very yeah. quickly. But those are types of things. So what if it hadn't? You know, if somebody who retired in January of that year, would they still be able to have a successful retirement, even if it didn't bounce back that quickly? We plan for that for our clients. So what happens if that does happen? And what happens if it is sustained for several years? Ray, just so you know, Ray, uh, Jeff last year had to talk me off the ledge at least two or three times. <laughs> I remember Saturdays doing the show, April, May, and, you know, you, you, you'd be looking at your retirement account. My gosh, it's going down. Yep. And you said, "Your Paul, just... 
stay the course. Stay the course. Don't panic. It's hard to imagine just such an even-keeled guy like you, Paul, being on the edge. But uh... Have you ever watched a football game with me? <laughs> I'm not fun to be around when the Packers lose. Uh, so, yeah, even-keeled at certain times. But that was a tough time, Jeff, when it was down. Sure, and it... you have to be able to react to it. You know, and we talked about this too. That we didn't want to send our cl- sell our clients life savings at a discount when the market tanked last right. year. So what we did was we waited, waited until the market recovered a little bit, then bought in, bought back in at a discount. So you have to be able to react. You don't want to panic in those situations. Certainly not pull out completely. Jeff, we mentioned your site being the Coalway.com. K O W A L. That's Jeff's website for the Coal Investment Group. Now, in addition to that, in fact, if you go on that website, you'll see links to Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. And often I forget to mention all of your social media accounts. So check out the Coalway.com. And also you can call the Coal Investment Group. Any questions at 262-522-4040-262-522-4040 in Waukesha, Port Washington, Phoenix, of course, Racine that we talked about earlier. Who's got the sexy segment for today? It's coming up well, next. Well, we both do, but uh, I'm going to talk about the uh, upcoming Alzheimer's crisis, which is a little bit more sobering uh, topic, but it's something especially that, that during COVID, I think, was accentuated with mm. nursing home problems and things like that. So we need to talk about it. And a large baby boomer generation aging. Yes, yes. You, you bet. A um, lot of folks, uh, obviously, in that baby boomer already retired right now. In fact, remember that quote we all said, "What? how many thousand a day? We're retiring boomers oh, a day. It was amazing. 10,000 or something a day. Yeah, and you don't hear that as much anymore. Right. That's because they're all retired. Right. <laughs> or getting there. Yes. And, you know, some choose to work longer and some don't, obviously. So check out Jeff's- hitting 65 a day. Somebody were hitting to age 65 a day. Was yeah. Like 10,000. Yeah, that's a big generation. The millennials are the next one, Jeff. That's a big generation coming up around the corner. I know they're not near retirement yet, but someday they will. Right. Um, and they should be planning for it, too. Yeah. <laughs> They should be, right? Yes, indeed. <laughs> we'll talk more about that. If you don't have a retirement plan and you need one, work with the Kowal Investment Group. Give them a call, as I mentioned before. And now we got to take a break, but the sexy segment is next as we continue on both WISM Milwaukee, WIBM Madison. This is the Retirement Clinic. We'll be right back. We are back on the Retirement Clinic. It is time for the sexy segment by way of background with Jeff Kowal and Ray Arndt from the Kowal Investment Group. This segment is about wealth management and preservation. That's right. This show is for everybody, but this particular segment is for those generally with a million dollars or more. Once you've accumulated some wealth, how do you preserve it, grow it, take income from it, pass it on to your heirs? Do you have some issues regarding tax planning and other things that we can perhaps help with to help preserve and grow that. So wealth management and preservation. This was a little bit um, uh, important article that came out in Barron's this last week. So I wanted to address that, the, the coming Alzheimer's crisis and what to do about it. It's really a lengthy article, about uh, seven or eight pages long when you print it out. So I won't go through all of it, but there are a couple of important parts that I think are, are necessary to bring up. Families grappling with Alzheimer's often face awful choices, but it's been taken to new heights over the last year. Roughly a third of the 450,000 COVID deaths in the U.S. have been at long-term care facilities like nursing homes, where about half of the residents are living with Alzheimer's or some other form of dementia. Dementia. 
the pandemic has cast a harsh light on the inadequacies of the U.S. caregiving system, the enormous emotional and economic burden on families, and ultimately economy, bringing the fight against Alzheimer's to an inflection point. It comes as the oldest baby boomers, Paul, this is what you mentioned, oldest baby boomers uh, could be on this cusp of being sorely needed um, uh, help. Um, science could be at the cusp of, of new victories, um, but you know, but the, the, including the possibility of the first new drug in 18 years. Let's just get into a little bit more. Uh, the disease manifests itself in different year, different ways. Some patients living 20 years after diagnosis, though it's often closer to four to eight years, 80% of those with the disease are 75 or older. Uh, Alzheimer's, this is kind of interesting. Alzheimer's typically emerges in midlife 20 to 30 years before symptoms like memory loss or troubles with language appear. It's expected to triple in the next few years by 2050. Uh, cost estimates vary, but the American Journal of Managed Care put the total health care cost of the disease at $305 billion and projected to hit a trillion dollars by 2050. Uh, costs can ripple through generations with people having to take off uh, lost wages, time out of work for caregivers, things like that. Well, so not to mention the emotional trauma on family oh members. Gosh, it's yeah. a horrible thing to witness, Jeff. Yep. Uh, and whether it's you know six months or if it's seven or eight years, and, and again with our practice, um, we work with people who are close to already in retirement. We've been at this for thirty-three years, so unfortunately, we've seen a lot of those cases. We understand it. We try to be careful and care with, care with the people and the families that are going through this. It's just terrible. But, you know, are there some things with hope? Are there, is there some hope? Drug development is also looking more promising. There are more than 100 ongoing trials, most recent clinical trials for Biogen's much-anticipated uh, aducanumab. Is that the name of a drug? That's a drug. And an, in, Eli Lilly's antibody drug <laughs> incorporated biomarker tests that earlier trials, trials lacked. The near-term attention is on Biogen's, uh, which is awaiting a decision from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, expected by June. So there's at least hope. If approved, even with conditions, experts say on aging, it will serve as a signal and bring in a rush of investments. Um, again, tr- treatments with biomarkers, uh, unlike cancer or heart disease, much of the cost related to Alzheimer's disease comes from caregiving. Medicare doesn't cover med- long-term care costs. Uh, Medicaid covers more, but you have to be impoverished to do it. You have to basically lose all of your assets, give up all of your assets, or be impoverished in order to be able to to get onto Medicaid, not Medicare, Medicaid. And that can linger on for years too, right, Jeff? Yes. I mean, oh. it, whether it's hospice care or are you talking in-home care or both, all of the yes. above? All of the above, yeah. yeah. And it says, and the article goes on, again, this is a Barron's article from just this last weekend. Uh, the fear of long-term care needs for patients also weigh in on their children's calculations about moving away and job choices. I mean, do you take a job further away from home knowing that your parents might need your help? Um, sheer number. This is this one's a little bit scary too, Paul. Uh, Anne sheer number of baby boomers could outstrip available caregivers, including informal ones. Since family sizes have been shrinking, fewer daughters and sons able to care for uh, aging parents. 
Really? Yeah. Aaron and Adam, our kids aren't going to change my diapers. There's no way. Yeah, but you, you, you thought, probably don't want gen- them to I was, either. I was talking to a friend of mine this morning at the where I work out, and he's taking care of his aunt, who's 86 years old. He does everything when you say he's no. He he and his sister take care of his aunt. Man, that's a daunting and task, just, right? Yes. But I was telling him, our kids aren't going to do that. Our kids are going to be traveling. They'll be taking care of their kids. They, you, you have to address this head on. You can't rely on you family. Saw, also and it's different from a generational standpoint as well. Another interesting thing in there, Jeff, is that uh, we're just not seeing the millennials, even now the Zs, having babies. The marriage right. rates are right. down and the birth right. rates yes. are way That's down, almost there. at an alarming rate. Right. Yep. Let me let me wrap this up, and I think there are some good things coming down the pike, and I think that that's important to no, to note as well. This is very difficult even to discuss, and families that are in it, we talk about moving to facilities and things like very difficult decisions. But technology will also play a big role, and not just with tele telemedicine. Technology can provide a range of monitoring that allows for independence but alerts caregivers when needed. Sensors in rooms could mitigate physical presence and physical danger, while software can help monitor bill paying and bank accounts. So some of those things. It also says considering ways to compensate the army of informal caregivers that provide the bulk of care for Alzheimer's patients also needs attention. Proposals like paid elder care leave, social security credits for caregiving could slow the intergenerational ripples created by a disease. Uh, Also on the table, ways to save for and possibly insure against the long-term care risk. So there's a number of things both in, uh, and again, addressing it, having long-term care coverage, Right, and you mentioned technology, how that plays technology, into it. But addressing it with, with long-term care insurance perhaps are ways of, of uh, helping with those costs as well. You know, we mentioned earlier about how Americans are living longer. As people enter into their 70s, 80s, and 90s, there's a greater likelihood that they have a chronic disease such as Alzheimer's. So that's another one of the things that you have to think about with how think, how how the demographics have changed yep. in our society. Often, Jeff, as we've talked in the past on this show, we're living longer as Americans. Are we living healthier? Yeah. Right? You know, so there's, but still, if, if you're alive, you need, you need money. Yeah. And, and well, if somebody's got Alzheimer's or something, and it's a family member, like you said before, um, that's, that's a tough one. Well, you say if you live longer, you need money. Let me just touch on this. <laughs> Elizabeth Warren's wealth tax will weaken the economy and kill jobs. <laughs> So there's a, there's, let's, let's finish on a happy note. Well, it's not a happy note. But yeah, you said they need money as people live longer. But Larry Kudlow, former top economic advisor of Donald Trump, argues that taxing the wealthy will damage productivity and investment, adding real wages and jobs will fail. Um, he says, Larry Kudlow warned on Wednesday that Massachusetts Senator Earl Elizabeth Warren, Earl Warren, Elizabeth Warren's proposed wealth tax will weaken the economy and kill jobs. Higher taxes for everybody. Plans to reignite the call for a wealth tax targeting the nation's richest families. Uh, Progressive Democrat plans to introduce legislation calling for a wealth tax on fortunes valued at $50 million or more. As the Senate Finance Committee, uh, as she's on the Senate Senate Finance Committee, uh, as opposed to taxes levied on income, the wealth tax would target the value of accumulated assets owned by rich Americans or their net worth. Who thinks she's going to start at $50 million? You know, they're going to do a calculation and say, well, we're going to do it at $40 million or more. Really no lower than that. Well, 
30 million. Well, if you have more than 2 million, you really should be taxed because nobody has $2 million, uh, maybe a million dollars. I remember when, and we all probably remember this, when um, Bill, uh, President Clinton came out with a tax on Social Security. They said they were only going to teach tax people with may, who make a lot of money. And as it turns out, it started at $32,000. Yeah, if define you, a lot. <clears throat> they define a lot as making $32,000 a year money. or more. You know, and interesting, that number has never changed since then. It's right. never been adjusted upward for inflation. Yeah. Oh, I think it's at $33,000 now. And the scary so, thing is with Warren, when you yeah. talk about legislation being introduced, Jeff, they're going to try to get as much done in the next two years before midterms as they possibly can. Yes. And possibly everything. It'll be passed. It will be There's passed. There's no checks and balances. And so they're talking about 2%. So it's just 2% on the richest people. They're going to find out that that's not enough for all the programs they're going to implement with paying off student loans. Uh, free healthcare, free income, and everything, all that stuff. Nothing's free. But then they go back and say, well, wait a second, for more than a billion, a billion it's going to be up to 6%. And then it's going to be, again, lower the, the threshold. Uh, and it, all that, um, again, Larry Kudlow says they're going to double capital gains tax, increase the tax on upper end successful earners. They're going to tax energy to death. In fact, they're going to wreck the whole economy, energy sector. And yes, a wealth tax was in their program. It's already started with the pipeline and the job losses that we yep. saw with Keystone. Yep. And it's just going to continue, Jeff. I mean, we got to kind of get ready here for the next couple of years. That's right. So you need more money. It's going to be taxed. So just be careful. Come on and see us. We'll help you through it. Well, the tax ramifications on on your savings, Jeff, on, on everything, the, ta the tax impact is huge. And uh, that was good stuff. Great sexy segment. I yeah. mean, not sexy, it's, sexy. It's different, but it's wealth management accumulation. These are types of things that you need to pay attention to because that's the type of thing specifically with long-term care, nursing home, home health care, assisted living that can derail an otherwise successful retirement plan. So you really think your sons aren't interested in taking care of you until you're <laughs> no 99 way. years old? There's no way. Are you <laughs> they want to take care of us now. They're not going to do it. Uh, before we, we break, Jeff, don't, and you and Ray, too, you can chime in on this. Uh, on a serious note with dementia and Alzheimer's, you need to have these conversations, whether it's an estate plan, a trust, a will, with your family before they get to that point where they can't talk about it. Yeah. yeah. And I, as advisors, you know, one of the things we're trained to is to pick up on that. You know, to look for signs of, um, you know, people that could have early signs of Alzheimer's. And, and when we do suspect that, we have to determine the most appropriate way to engage other members of the family and broach that subject. It's a delicate situation. Very de oh, yeah. There's no doubt about it. Uh, good stuff, Jeff. If people want to reach out to the Cowell Investment Group... Uh, I always say just give them a call. Phone call is always the best way. That's good, too. Heather's very good. If you do it via the website, Heather in our office is very good with um, uh, getting back to you immediately or as soon as possible. Uh, the Kowal Way, K-O-W-A-L, thekowalway.com. There's a place on there you can click that you want to contact us. Uh, so uh, please do that. If you have $750,000 or more, a million, two million, five million dollars or more in retirement assets, do give us a call. We're, we're happy to help you with the retirement planning process. That's that critical mask, air quotes I'm using right That's now, right. when you hit that point, right? Um, so yeah, that number, 262-522-4040, the website, thecowalway.com. And of course, all those social media links are on the website, the Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and more. A quick break on the Retirement Clinic, both in Madison on WIBA Radio and WISN in Milwaukee with Ray Arndt and Jeff Kowal. The Retirement Clinic will be right back. Back with the Retirement Clinic. Continue with Jeff Kowal and 
Ray Arndt from the Kowal Investment Group. couple minutes left, Jeff, here. Some final thoughts. We covered a lot of ground today. We really did, Paul. Uh, but there are, there are a couple things left to, to cover. Um, we're in, almost into tax season. This year will be like no other with all the craziness of 2020. Um, many tax filers will find some new and interesting things on their tax returns. If you got any coronavirus-related relief, if you... Uh, uh, took any distributions or anything, you have to be mindful that you, they may be recorded differently on your tax returns. But you also may still be eligible for IRAs um, and, and Roth IRA contributions. So what do, you have to have had compensation this last year. So just to recap, what counts as compensation? Salaries and wages, of course. Tips and bonuses. Earned income from self-employment also counts. Royalties, commissions, Taxable alimony. He says, be careful here. The alimony tax rules were recently changed. And taxable non-tuition fellowships and stipends and other things. That's what counts as um, compensation. What does not count? Unemployment compensation does not count as compensation for IRA. So you can't deduct your unemployment compensation. Interest income. If all you had last year, if you were laid off, you had interest income and that's it. Nor does dividend, capital gains, deferred comp, all that stuff. None of that stuff counts as compensation for IRAs. So you can't deduct that for IRAs or for Roth IRAs. Uh, that's a good. That. And just a strange year it was with the PPPs and things right. like that. If you're not working with a professional, if you do like a TurboTax and do it yourself, you better make sure you know what you're well, doing. Well, make sure you do it right. Those should ha- have that, but Built again, into the there software. are things like interest that people say, well, I had earned income, I had interest, or I had dividends. doesn't count. So you got to be careful with it. Well, Ray Arndt, yep. it's great ha- great having you back in studio. Yes, good seeing you again, Paul. Of course, we hear you and the rest of the staff at the Kowal Investment Group with those daily market updates Monday through Friday in Madison and WIBA, WISN in Milwaukee. And Jeff, we can reach out to you by calling. You're in Waukesha, Port, Phoenix, and of course in Racine. All of them at 262-522-4040, or go on to kowalway.com. Great show, guys. Uh, have a nice weekend, and we'll talk to you, of course, next week, Jeff. Sounds great. Thank you, Paul. The See Retirement you, Paul. Clinic. Thank you, Ray. Of course, every Sunday or Saturday, we're live here on WISN at 10 a.m. A quick break for news. Your Fox 6 weekend forecast coming up next here on WISN Milwaukee.